Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Mool, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. Hello, dear listeners. Well, it wouldn't be Millwall if it wasn't dramatic at the den, would it, dear listeners? And today's news, shock news, I've got to be honest with you, of the return of Neil Harris, uh, the end of Joe Edwards. Joe Ball is over. It's going to be Neil Ball back. Um, it took me by surprise. Aaron actually put something on our group chat last night, uh, but I was in bed. I was fast asleep. I was tucked up in, 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 in my warm little bed last night when it all... Started doing the rounds on our group chat, dear listeners. So I woke up to it all this morning. I must admit, I thought it was um, mad enough to be true. Um, the return of Neil Harris, four years on from his departure, in the wake, obviously, of a collapse of form at that time, if that sounds familiar. Um, and the end of Joe Edwards, it seems. Now, we've just come off of a space, Twitter space conversation featuring myself, Aaron, Harry, Michael and Neil Fizz. I'm going to play that for you very, very shortly, but I just want to do this as a brief intro to explain the circumstances by which we we come to be talking. I will be doing a separate show um, when I can recover my senses, and I've got the um, voicemails collated. Probably going to be tomorrow, I'm going to guess, but I will try and include everyone's voicemails that have been sending copy uh, to me. Um, big thank you to everyone for doing that. But that'll probably go out separately tomorrow, um, or possibly the day after, I don't know, as soon as I can get my... Uh, my shit together, as they say. But for now, we're going to go over to the Twitter space call earlier on. Achtung, Hello, dear listeners. Well, I don't know if anyone can hear me out there. Can, can anyone hear me? Aaron, Harry, can you hear me? Okay, that's, I... that's cool. That's, and you, Harry, that's called Muzak. That's, that's designed to keep people <laughs> amused whilst um, you speak into the ether with not knowing that your, your mic is on mute. Mm. Um, let me just do an intro for everyone. I've invited Fizz. I've invited um, Michael. Um, listeners, anyone out there, I'm, I'm going to be a bit picky as to who I invite because these get very, very chaotic. So forgive me. I've invited Aaron, Harry, Neil and Michael as it's an impromptu um, show. Big welcome to Neil. Can you hear me, Neil and Michael? I can indeed. Before we start, can we just have a minute silence for the death of Millwall Football Club? You <laughs> were killed on this fine day by Steve Kavanagh and Alex Aldridge. Oh. 140 years of history gone completely down the pan, thanks to an ex-journalist with... Uh, 
who relies on football manager to do his scouting, and a West Ham fan. <laughs> I think that makes my position perfectly clear. You get off, get off, get off the fence, Neil Fisher. Big, big welcome to to Neil. We've got Aaron. We've got uh, Neil. Michael and Harry. Now I know everyone is. I'm, I'm, I'm the only one who's probably not working here, so I've, I've got the, uh, you know, the, the time on my side. But um, anyone that needs to come and go, please, please do, boys. Um, we're speaking, listeners. Um, obviously, in the aftermath of this, frankly, amazing news. Um, I don't think I'm alone in saying I, I was. Uh, you often use the word gobsmacked, but I think it's it's um, it's appropriate for this situation. The return of Neil Harris to the den in. What are pretty dire circumstances, listeners? Um, we are obviously sitting just one point above the, um, the relegation spot. We've got a trip to Southampton now on, on Saturday, which was um, never going to be uh, an easy one. But this, this, this is a, a dramatic and bold move. I'm gonna, leaving aside Neil's, Neil's um, position early. I mean, Aaron, let's bring you in to start us off with, mate. Um, Bold move. You 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 got wind of this last night, I understand. Well, I mean, you can check out our infamous group chat. Um, I can. I messaged <laughs> the lads about 11 o'clock going, is anyone awake? Uh, and I got a couple of replies and I said that Neil Harris was, was going to be coming back to, to Mill's manager. A few few of them thought I was, um, I was maybe, you know, I'd had a bit of the old happy juice, but no. Uh, <laughs> I've been reliably informed that he said goodbye to his Cambridge players after their defeat to Bolton and that uh, Neil Harris will be joining Millwall on an 18-month contract. Um, naturally, obviously, I, I told you guys and told you to keep it mm. in our little our little circle because you just don't want to... You don't want to rile people up and rile a fan base up when people are, are raw at the moment because of the state of things. You know, the the, the run of form is is, is woeful. Um, and, and yeah, this morning uh, made a few calls, pinged a few messages and, and got wind of it that it is true. Neil Harris will be returning to Millwall today to replace Joe Edwards. Um, it's a move that I think the club believe will galvanise fans to have someone of his stature, of his importance at the football club back to, to lead them through some choppy waters um, will, will make a difference because I think it's fair to say that this situation with Joe Edwards, it's, it's just gone gone on too long now. It's it, it's run its course and um, and we're, we're kind of ready for a change, aren't we? Especially with Southampton uh, uh, to come at the weekend and the mood they're going to be in, they'll, they'll be up for a cricket score. I mean, look, they, they went 25 unbeaten um, and, and now they've lost two out of the last three. So, Definitely something which has been thought about. I'll be honest, I did expect a change to be made after the defeat to Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday. I think the comments that Joe Edwards made were were interesting where he turned around and said that it's not really fun to be at Millwall. And it isn't fun, is it? It's not going to be fun. But even then, there's there's an element of PR needed. And I think that maybe shows a bit of naivety. Look, he's 38 years old. Hopefully he will come again because there have been signs if not minute signs into what he can do and what he can offer but this was just a job too far um and and will be looked at as as a grand mistake by by the mill board and now they are going for they're going for a trusted hand they're going for someone who who knows the club who knows the fan base who will put the team well will make the team play a certain brand of football 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring in Michael and, and Harry. Um, boys, I mean, Harry, you are the number one Neil Harris fan club member, of course. We know that. Um, but I'm going to put aside the jokey side of it. I mean, I, I said on our group chat that we have effectively, as Aaron's just said, 13 cup finals to get through to preserve our championship status, which is essential, in my opinion, for the good of the club. Um, how do you see this? I mean, you, 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 you're going to be over the moon, I'm going to guess. I'll ask you, Michael, afterwards. Um, yeah, I think I think the most important thing for me is that I agree with everything that Aaron said in the sense that something did need to change. I think the the thing you say with thirteen cup finals is very important. I think that suits a Neil Harris ment a Neil Harris Millwall mentality um, in the sense of if there's anyone that's going to get what we need for thirteen games to get us out of the shit, it will be Mr. Neil Harris. Um, he lives. Let's be honest, when was the last time a Millwall side under Gary Rowett or under Joe Edwards or under Aaron Barrett in any of his games, um, have you turned up and expected Millwall to beat a team that we are not expected to beat? I can't honestly say that I've seen that since probably Neil Harris was in charge. Um, I think he is a master of getting, or was a master out of getting more than the sum of their parts. Now, we know this squad last season was a point away from the playoffs mm -hmm. um, and now it's a point away from relegation that can't happen i think the squad you you mentioned it the other day i think the squad's let itself down and let the memory of john down and I, I i do generally believe that there's someone to instill the values of the club that we love is neil harris does that mean that you know um, we're going to turn a corner overnight and we're going to turn into brazil and it's going to be just like before i don't i don't think that's necessarily true but I am happy that the club have made the decision. And realistically, for the people that are, what can we say, negative and see it as a massive backward step, whatever we did, if you get relegated, it's a massive backward step. So there's not, we, you know, the market's moved on in terms of who was available when we uh, got rid of, well, when Gary Rowett left or got rid of whatever way you want to put it. We went for somebody that no one knew about and it's backfired. So now they've gone for the opposite. They've gone for somebody that they do know about and they know well. So, you know, that's how I feel on that, at being as level-headed as I, as I can be, kind of thing. That's good. Very well done for staying level-headed there, H. I, I, I like that. Michael, um, I'm just looking at some of the online. There's masses of online reaction. But um, Danny Baker, who um, obviously, like, like this decision, perhaps, draws mixed views from the Mill support. But uh, Danny Baker's posted, Mill asking Neil Harris to come back, smacks of a re the return of Terry Herlock desperation stunt. Um, how do you see it, Michael? I mean, I, I personally admired the ambition of the Joe Edwards move. And we've said a few times, I like where it's, where it's targeted, but its results don't lie, mate, do they? No, they don't. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I love my hands up. Everyone knows who's been listening and even away from the pod who I sit with. I was, I was a big believer in the Joe Edwards, what he was trying to do. Maybe not necessarily him as an individual, but like you say, the direction the club was going, going to go in. Because, again, we'll talk about Neil Harris's return shortly, but we'll talk about his previous reign. It got stale under Harris. It got mm, stale it under Rowett. Yeah. It, it got and this guy come in he was something new he was something fresh he was something a bit different and he was something that we as a club hadn't seen before and you know Nick you and I said it off air the other day and I'm going to sound like I'm going to some of you will start laughing um, about this a little bit but 
I've recently been listening to the Pep Guardiola's um, podcast and there was the bit where he goes to Man City. You might remember our conversation, Nick. Mm. But when he goes to Man City and then you've got all these people ringing up going, you know, the brand of football he wants to do isn't suited for Man City. The brand of football won't work here. You know, he, he's good here and he's good there and he's good everywhere else, but he won't be good here. And there's a little bit of me with Millwall fans that's a little bit like that, where it's a bit like, look, we do have to move at the times. And yeah, maybe Joe Edwards as an individual, wasn't the best appointment. And maybe what I just said, the Guardiola with the resources may not have been the best example. But in a sort of kind of nutshell way, this is the way the football is going. So, yes, as much as I do love Neil Harris, I mean, my boy's called Harris, for goodness sake, after mm. Neil Harris. I love Neil Harris. Every Millwall fan does. But if he can keep us up, absolutely brilliant, superb. But let's, let's not forget, let's not forget, sorry, but this was a manager who took over Gillingham they went down and then he got sacked from there because the brand wasn't good for League Two. He's at Cambridge, seems to be doing all right, but they're only six points from the drop in League One. It's There's a little bit of me that thinks, yeah, do you know what? He will bring the club together behind the scenes and the fans and everyone loves Neil Harris and I'm not denying that. But for me, it's the proverbial, as I said to Aaron the other day when I saw him, it is the massive whacking plaster over quite a gaping hole in a pipe at the moment. It will fix it short term. With with all respect on the whole, you know, style of play front, that's something that's going to take a long, long time to implement. And and again, we're, we're talking about when we met the other day. I said to you, this you you can't put a Renault truck in the Formula One and expect it to run. Yeah, this this, this squad doesn't have. And again, I say this with the greatest respect. There are individuals that don't have the football intelligence to do things that Joe Edwards wants them to do. I also think that. For a new head coach, that is the biggest baptism of fire of a job available. You cannot go into that football club and, and expect to be given maybe time and patience because you want to try and pull off a certain brand of football. There's moving with the times, but there's also being realistic and understanding that the championship is like wacky races. And and it's just simply a case of putting you know points on the board and, and evolving a style. If you are a club like Burnley and you want to move away from Sean Dyche and you want to bring in Vincent Company, you back him with resources. And yes, he has been back to an extent, but there are, are, are there's a, there's a big difference between Burnley's resources and I'm using them as an example. Burnley's resources and Millwall's resources, and and it just. This job screamed for an experienced manager when Gary Rowett left, and there were plenty available. The ones that I thought maybe should have taken over, one of them was Nathan Jones, and I think he was very disappointed he didn't get the job. In fact, actually, no, he was very, very disappointed he didn't get, didn't get the normal job. And the other one was Neil Warnock, purely because it would have just been funny, romantic, and a bit bonkers. And if I'm honest with you, I think if Neil Warnock was 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 manager and Mill, they'd be in and around the playoffs. I just I just think it would have had that effect where where... An old foe comes back and um, and and takes the club forward. But this is the situation we find ourselves in, and it will be Neil Harris who takes the club forward. I just Probably. want to touch on that. Sorry, can I sure. just touch on that? The idea. I I agree with the with the idea that we need to move to the times and and that. But if we go back to all the months ago when we done the the uh, pod after Joe Edwards was appointed, and me and Aaron both said it's quite a thing. Well, what's turned out to come to pass is that it's great having a style of play on paper, but we went for a pep when we should have gone for a clock. Now, watching Ipswich's McKenna, they play a clock style of win the ball back type of football, which suits kind of the... Which is a modern version of Millwall sort of win the ball, play with wingers, be exciting, 
go with pace, get the surge, get the crowd behind you. That's the kind of football when they appointed this young coach they should have gone for. But they went for the pass, 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 pass style to death um, that, that they wanted to play under Joe Edwards. And, and as Aaron rightly says, at the end of the day, we didn't have the players to play that. And I don't think when they appointed him, I think they thought we were safe enough to have a season where, you know, we can take it and beat three or four on the row and then we'll pick up a win and we'll be safe and we'll be fine. And that hasn't come to pass. And now we are, you know, we've hit the iceberg and now we're scrambling for the lifeboats. And that's that's kind of where the club is to me. Obviously, you've got the massive elephant in the room of the TV deal, the new negotiated championship TV deal which is worth a hell of a lot of money compared to what it has previously been. And also, basically, it's the start of the screwing of League One and League Two clubs in comparison to what they previously got compared to championship clubs, um, which I think is is vitally important to remind yourselves in the background of this decision. Neil, one, Neil, thing, one thing I will say, sorry, Nick, just very quickly. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And then I'll let you go on. We're, we're talking about like, like what the players can do and what the players can't do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm looking through these comments now, and I'm I'm going to say something now that's going to start a barrage of comments. But comment in if you're listening, so we can see what you're saying. But I mean, I'm looking through some of it, and they're saying, you know, like Jay Shaw here, he can't do any worse. Hopefully, more basic style of play will help with the limitations of our players. It probably will, but. This is where your director of football needs to step up in the summer and go, do you know what? Neil Harris has kept us up with this load of players who don't, aren't very good what they've done. Here you go. There's, there's your P45. Cheerio. Off you go. Because we can't keep having this every three, four years that we get to a point where we just miss out because we're just not good enough. And then it all goes belly up and we're fighting for our lives again. We need to have a longer term plan in place. Sorry, Nick. Back to you. No, I was, I was just going to bring, bring Neil in. Um, obviously, we started off with some fairly um, Neil Fissler comments, didn't we, Neil? Um, and I'm just just looking at a, a post here by the man in block 11 who I love and he's got a sarcastic turn of humour that I love and he's got a picture of Alex Aldrich where he's put some uh, shades on him and I'm watching a, a, a Polish made murder series where this he's made Aldrich look like the serial killer that's cast in this, it's called The Defence, it's very good, it's on Channel 4 if anyone wants to watch it, but he, he looks for all the world like the serial killer in The Defence in this picture. But Neil, I mean, you, 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 cast, you cast some fairly um, big, big um, claims at the start. I mean, it appears that Neil's going to be head coach under a director of football, which is the um, the the, uh, the aforesaid Alex Aldrich still. I mean, that, that's an odd move, I think. Yeah, well, let's not forget who appointed Aldridge in the first place. Well, Neil yeah? did, didn't he? Yeah, Neil, Neil, yeah well, Neil. whose mate Aldridge is. Yeah. Is it a massive, massive, massive backward step for our football club? What we're forgetting is that we've got a group of players in that dressing room who are not good enough. They're not good enough for this football club and they won't be here next season. So they couldn't give a monkeys about what happens to this club. And you're hoping, what's Neil Harris done since he left this football club? Absolutely zero. The square root of fuck all. Got Cardiff yeah. to the playoffs. Well, so what? Yeah, no, well, you're just a fanboy. Yeah? yeah, well, I'm going to go where you were. Yeah, when Gary Rowett was in charge of this football club, I'm not going to be objective. Yeah, because you're the worst of the lot. To be quite honest. <laughs> I take that as a yeah? badge of honour. I take that as a yeah? badge of honour. You are the worst on, of Harry. the lot. Yeah, this is a disastrous move for this football club. I mean, it's we've got absolute, he 
what makes anybody think that he can get a tune out of players that Rowett and Edwards couldn't? But, but, they but, couldn't care less. But Neil, They're not Neil, in a I job mean, next season. They're not here. They're on the not assumption, £20,000 away. But on the assumption that something's got to be done, Neil, um, because we're in this position with 13 games, realistically at the moment, we're Something 13 games. Something has to be done. We're short. Something we're, has we're, to we're, be we're, done. We're dropping well, like a stone. We're, we're, we're 13 games away from League One with all that Harry's just said, the loss of income, all the things that we take the piss out of, the, the group on stand, the foreigners won't be coming here, the money won't be flowing. And that's where we are. So something's got to be done. Now, Aaron has you know, mentioned names like Nathan Jones and has now gone to Charlton, but also Warnock and others like that. I, I'm guessing that this is... This, is, um, this was the lazy decision. This was the decision to keep people off my back because there are people like Harry that will turn up week in, week out. And uh, if we go down under Neil Harris, well, we tried. I'm just yeah. looking at a few comments on, online here. I mean, Stan saying on the point Michael's just made, surely Alex Aldridge, Aldridge's AA's position is untenable after this U-turn. His job is to have an overarching strategy and execute it through recruitment of players and management. He is now creating the chaos that he's hired to avoid. I mean, Joe, Joe Ball, as, I, as I've come to call it, Joe Ball, Neil, with um, with the, the squad we have, is was always going to be, um, you know, like painting a Leonardo da Vinci with, um, you know, an Asda set of uh, paint box. You know, it's 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 a very it's going to be semi impossible with this current squad of players to change so dramatically. Yeah, the problem is that even under Harris, we didn't do what we needed to do. And that's put the ball in the opposition's box to put it in the back of their nets. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That yeah. is the fundamental problem of what the root of all of this is you score more goals than the opposition. And under Neil Harris, that didn't happen. And why people think he's going to get a tune out of these players... Uh, it just absolutely defies belief. I mean, I mean, Harry, um, Terry, Lions Roar saying here, I've just said now this smacks of trying to appease the fans, like when Holloway, or Holler Twat, as he calls him, Holler Twat, gave Sid Nelson the captaincy. Is there a touch of that here, or is, is it motivational? How do you, how do you see <laughs> I, it? I, I, think, I, think it can be a, I think it can be true of all those statements. Do, yeah. do you understand what I'm trying to say? I think it is. I think I, I understand what Neil's saying. But I don't, I, I, I don't think the club left themselves any choice. I, th I think that's what we're all agreeing in a roundabout way, is that the club have backed themselves into a corner and they've gone, they've, they've hit, the, hit the new Aris button. They could have been anyone, I suppose, realistically. Um, yeah, that I would agree that, with. That I would right, 100% so, so, so agree late, with. So, so from, their, from their point of view, you know, having, <laughs> having the information, that we, don't, we don't know everything as fact. Let's, let's make this very fucking clear. We don't know everything as fans. We don't know, realistically, how much the recruitment process after Gary Rowett left. We don't know who was in charge of that. We don't know who, who made the final call. charge of that. He's already well, said. Well, you're, assu you're assuming. Is, is, is it not a red yeah, first no, statement of Alex Aldridge? He came out and said it. He came out well, and said it. Yes, I, I, because no one's ever lied under... No one's ever lied in the position of their job to... Oh, yeah, no, well, tell me about it. Yeah, no, well, tell me about it. But, so, who do you think was in charge of it? 
Well, I, I don't, my point is, I don't know. I'm playing, I'm playing, uh, I, I can only deal with what the club's telling me. So if Alex Aldridge was in charge of Joe Edwards, that's fine. But can we at least, uh, my point is, can we at least fucking stay up before we start, you know, torching, torching the car park for Alex Aldridge and Cavs to go? I, I mean, I'm more worried about events on the pitch in the next 13 games until, until I we agree. can't take this league. I, I agree I, I with think, that, Harry. I agree think, with that. I think the inquiry, it's a bit like COVID, people calling for an inquiry. I understand, but let's, maybe let's sort the fucking shit out first, you know. Um, I mean, that, that's how I'd agree with it. I mean, Aaron, Aaron, I had an interesting message from uh, Doug in Sweden, who I mentioned often on our show, but he, he made a good point. I hadn't really thought about it, but the, 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 the squad visibly wilted in the aftermath of the Queen's Park Rangers game, 2-0. We, we, we did not bring anything to that game, and he's made a good point, in my opinion. Clearly something happened, or must have happened, presumably, in or around that that match because prior to that the the Joe ball was being played albeit um you know we were going off the boil but we were playing some decent stuff in in phases at that time and I you know I, I wax lyrical and I, I take the mickey out of me but I wax lyrical about that half an hour versus Middlesbrough which was the uh the cup game but we were playing some pretty good football but we haven't seen anything on that scale at all since so clearly Presumably, conversations off the field have been taking place about people's future. And I, I, I can only presume that you lose spirit and heart when you think you're not wanted and won't be wanted and your efforts are going to be in vain. So something around the QPR game seems to have gone off the ball at that club. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I don't know if you can just attribute it to that, Nick, because performances have been dire haven't they yeah 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 in general like i i think even pre-qpr there were a lot of question marks this make no bones about it, this was a huge risk a massive risk um from whoever's taken the decision to appoint him from my understanding it is alex aldridge and it's, it's alex aldridge's job to, to hire and fire um and and look you know you guys are talking about an inquiry and, and that covid thing that harry said was quite funny but um I'm sure there will be some sort of inquiry led by 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 the Belson family and by mm. 
You'd think. Yeah. Of course you were. Of course you were. But the priority is is to keep this club in the championship purely because of the financial reasons and reasoning for next year. Um, I think there, I, I sort of put it down to what I said before, which is players and a lot of the players in that squad don't have the football intelligence to play the, the style of football that Joe Edwards wanted to play. I also don't think that there was as much buy-in from the supporters as they as, as expected for Joe Edwards' style of play. And I think if there was someone who came in and put simply, if they took things up another level, it didn't need to be a style of play change, just take things up another level, do something a little bit different, have a plan B sometimes, don't run out of puff like like Noel did under Gary Rowett. I think everyone would have been satisfied. This is a, a, a strange season of the championship where a few wins and, and you are in there. It's it's one of those years. And I think there was always that expectation and, and hope that, yeah, Gary Rowett moves on, bring someone else in with a bit of experience and, and go again. But make no bones about it. This has been a disaster, mate. This oh, been... absolutely. Can I, can absolutely. I make another point? Disaster. Go for it. So, so basically, let's, let's be honest, right? And, and let's, I, I say this as a club, regardless of manager, regardless of who we appointed, regardless of who appoints them, Ever since the Blackburn Rovers game last season, this possibly could be the most ridiculously bad nine months in the football club's history. And I don't think that's an over-exaggeration. I think the loss of our chairman, the loss of the manner of the defeat uh, against Blackburn, the, the then to lose the chairman, then seemingly the puff going out of Gary Rowett for him to decide to walk away or, or, or get mm. sacked, uh, you know, whatever way you read into that um and then since then we appointed joe edwards a, a complete unknown and now stare into the abyss of league one it, it, if they did, don't do anything it would be such a destruction of john's legacy oh they had to do the, something harry so, we, so we, I, we so can't I, carry on like on saturday i mean that was that was the, that was the no the low point the nadir the nadir was on saturday because to some extent, Ipswich, I expected we'd get beaten there. Not quite the manner, but the result, perhaps. But Saturday, a must-win against Sheffield Wednesday, second from the bottom, with all that comes with that. And then to produce such a patsy performance means something has to be done. Now, I, I still come back to the squad because I don't think they were playing for Joe Edwards. But we need to do something. And, you know, Aaron's mentioned the likes of Neil Warnock, who is now unavailable. So the only dramatic thing, perhaps, in the in the armory is to go to the tried and trusted, which is there's there is no greater Millwall legend. Whether, whatever people think of um, the late days of Neil Harris, the Neil Harris the player, and to be frank, the the Neil Harris the manager, because the best days I've had in recent the recent uh, decade has been under Neil Harris. Maybe maybe Jacket, I might be doing him a bit of a disservice here, but you know what I mean. Some big big days under Neil Harris. Um, we've got. I mean, I'm just looking at a post here by um, by Mr. HK. Big shout out, Mr. HK. Our fan base, he says, and I'm going to come to you, Michael. Our fan base is so bipolar. So many fans say we want our, our Millwall back. The football is boring, but our fan base only wants one way of playing football. Four four two, big bloke, little bloke up front, balls into the wing, crosses into the box with Harris. This is what we'll get. Is that true? Do you think, Michael? Yeah, I think it is. In truth, um, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> but I, I think when when he says the bipolar, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was hitting block three, and 
there's a few around me going like like because there were times when he didn't play five at the back. He's like, why aren't you playing five at the back? Oh, tell you what, against that team, you should be playing. And it's like we've just handed out a manager who played five at the back. Um, I think yeah, but but the four four two goes back <coughs> to what I was saying before about being a little bit stuck in the times. And and, and I do, and, and I'm not one of these football revolutionaries. I, I, I'll be quite truthful. I think football's getting a tad boring now because all the teams seem to be doing the same thing and all these. Oh, hang on a minute, Man City inverted fullbacks once. Let's all do it. You know, like oh, they 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 passed the ball around a few times at Barcelona. Let's all do it. You know, no play with no striker. I've got no, no striker. Let's all do it. But I think the thing is that with me. Again, and I said this at the start of the season, and again, I'm not saying this as an I told you so, because I was behind Joe Edwards, and look where that's made me go, or made me look like. But um, but I don't think people also have realised it. Like, there's still, we've just missed out on the playoffs, and we've done really well under Gary Rowett in the last three or four years and all this. But let's be honest, the football of the league this year, the division, is so much tougher than it has been in previous years. Millwall's years to go up was about two, three, four years ago, you know, when you didn't have Leeds down with us, when you didn't have Leicester who was spanking some teams big opportunities. Fun, you know, big opportunities. Yeah, the, the teams who went up, again, yes, ironically, they beat us. But, you know, you've got big teams coming up from League One. And with the state of the Championship at the moment, I remember the very, very first show of the season that we did pre-season, we was all sat there and all of you lot, and again, I'm not pointing fingers because, again, I get stuff wrong all the time as well and I'll hold my hands up to that. But we have people ringing, oh, there's no reason why we can't be top 10. There's no reasons why we can't go from eight to aim, aiming for the top six. And I remember saying, well, don't fucking kid yourself because look who's come down. Look who's come up. Look who's invested. You know, I said, I, said, I think if we end up around that mid-table, we've had a pretty good season. Now, we've not... We probably dropped like a stone more than I thought we were going to, in all truth, because all the time Burnham and Stoke were there, I thought, oh, we'll be all right. Them two are shocking. But now we're below them. But but we can't forget the fact that this is a tough, tough division as well. This this isn't the sort of championship level that Neil Harris left when he left Millwall and left Cardiff. This is a lot stronger championship division, and I don't know if Neil Harris can keep us up. I'd love him to. I'd absolutely love him to. But... Is his tactics of having three, four years in lower league football going to keep us up with a side who, who, who recently, as we've seen, and as we believe, um, have gotten a thing where they don't want to play for the manager or for the club anymore, but turning its head on the other way round, if these players do suddenly pull their socks up and tighten their boots a bit more and actually give it some, where has that attitude been for the last two years? Because the players have clearly got it if they start doing it. So they've let us down even more than they have when they were playing. Some, some, some effort will be nice. But Neil, I've got to throw this tweet here at you, mate. This is this is um, this is one for Neil Fisler. Um, in, this is I won't name the man, but in 52 years of going to Millwall, I've never been at such a low about our club. It's disrespectful to the Berylsons, the fans, etc. Fuck off, Kavanagh. Fuck off, Aldrich. I still think Pearson is the man to keep us up and go from there. Does he mean Bob Pearson? Do you think? <laughs> Oh, dead, well, no, he means the Leicester one. <laughs> yeah, he, mean? he certainly doesn't mean Stuart Pearson, does he? Uh, <laughs> I can't believe he means Bob. He's dead, isn't he? No, he's uh, yes, he is. Yeah, poor old yeah, Bob. No, he is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, the... I thought Holloway was a corpse when he was in the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the... yeah, well, let's state a few facts here. Yeah? The players are capable. I do agree with that. Yeah, I think we showed in the Sheffield Wednesday away game. Um, we showed enough over Christmas, didn't we, mm. that we can put a run of games together. We can get some results. 
uh, I think everybody wants the club to stay up, yeah? And I'm not going to cut off my nose to spite my face. And if Harris does keep us up, I'll be the first one to admit I'm wrong, but I'll be the first one to admit that we shouldn't be giving him an 18-month contract. Yeah, perhaps that's the only reason that he'd take the job. But the but these players now have to step up to the mark. They do, I agree. These yeah. players now have to show what they've not showed for the last six, seven weeks. They've got to show some backbone, some bottle. Yeah, they've got to show some stomach for the fight because it is going to be a fight. I watched uh, West Brom and Plymouth last night and the standard isn't great above us. If we can put, I think Aaron might have said, forgive me if it wasn't Aaron, but if we put two or three wins together, we're out of this mess. That is the most important thing is we've got to, everybody has to now come together. I agree we can put off a post-mortem and, and the demanding of a lynching of Kavanagh <laughs> and uh, Aldridge until the end of the season. But I think there is some culpability here. By I, I agree there's got to be an, in, an inquest of some sort. I agree. I've got one here for you, Harry, actually. This is from JP. He says, when will, Harris, when will people realise that Harris Ball only work because of the bods we have? He mentions Morrison, Gregory, Jed, Saville, Hutch, Williams and Hutch and obviously and, and uh, Saville back in, their, in their prime back then. Um, not, to men- not to mention that the recruitment under Harris, just to, I'll finish it, it was such as Scalak, Mahoney, Bedvarsson, Fielding, I've forgotten him, Jason yeah. McCarthy and all that. Ended in shit, shit, shit chance by October. Harry? Yeah, there was a long time before we got to get, get, get. I, you mean, what's it, 80% of all transfers end in failure? All, all careers, political no, 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 and football, football, well. yeah. It's yeah. Honest, that's, a, that's a stat as someone who works in scouting. That is a stat, 80% of transfers will fail. Um, yeah. I prefer to look at the players that, you know, it's very easy to turn around and say all oh, of the failures under the five year, five or so years Harris was in charge. Mahoney bod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, but I can easily do the ones that still here that were successes, i.e. Bart, Hutchinson, yeah, yeah. Cooper, Murray Wallace until this season. Um, you know, yeah. there's, there's yeah, yeah. others that you, that you can name. You can do that about anyone. We could do that about, you could do that about Gary Rowett signings, of which most of them, I can't really remember, other than really Fleming, you know, Maybe yeah, Denor, yeah. That, that's yeah. it. Denor, so yeah, yeah. You, you get right and wrong in everyone. I'm not going to sit here and say that everything that Neil Harris has ever done at Millwall Football Club has been good. But what I am going to turn around and say, there is no one, as we all know, if you love the club and you are bitten by the bug, work's not a chore. And I do feel I do feel like that the, club's, the club seems to be sleepwalking towards relegation. And, and they've done something and you can't, whatever happens now, we can't accuse that they didn't try something. Whether you agree with it, you know, that that's that's your opinion and you're entitled to it. The only thing I would turn around and say is a bit like when Edward's got the job, you have to back him. When Harris gets the job, you have to back him. No one wants to get relegated. Turn the den, make the den nasty. Hopefully we'll have a go and we'll, and we'll see what we can do. That's, that's kind of the headlines out of it. Whether you... You know, whether you want them to be here 18 months' time or, or whatever, that's for the future. That's for the summer. But let's let's try and stay up in the next 13 games in the immediate in the immediate couple of weeks to go. Well, there's the thing. I mean, Aaron, I mean, you, you and me stood together the probably the high point in recent times for me, the Everton game, the FA Cup game, 
we have effectively 13 Everton games to go because we have to survive. We need the crowd to be behind the Mill team. We need them to match that with the kind of energy we saw that night, which was, you know, let's be honest, that, that Mill team that beat Everton that night was was boosted by the the the, uh, the electricity from the crowd and became greater than the sum of their parts. That's what we need to rekindle again at the den, don't we? When, when, have we, when did we last see a proper Millwall performance? A proper, long while ago. Long while like, ago. Busting them performance. You know, one of those ones where yeah. you just leave and you're like, wow, like that was exhilarating. I look back to Sheffield United last year, uh, the Bradshaw hat trick. Uh, Burnley last year, which was the draw, Ashley Barnes and then Bradshaw again, when we thought that Millwall would make it to the playoffs. I mean, if I'm honest with you, the first half against Blackburn, you know, they, they gave it some. There's just something lacking this season, though. A lot of the big characters, and uh, I mean, you and I mentioned it on our season preview show, Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Hutch and Cooper, like, they, they were the best centre-half combination for me in the league for a while. But things and people change, people age, and you're starting to see, you know, the dents appear in both of those two. They're missing the youthful exuberance of Charlie Cresswell. Tanganga's come in, has played no football at Augsburg. Michael Obafemi's come in, played no football at Burnley. The recruitment hasn't been great. But then again, the recruitment hasn't been good for a long time. It's very, very difficult to pinpoint where this has gone wrong for Joe Edwards. Is it a case of the personnel? Is it the buy-in? Is it him? What is it? What we do know is, as you said, there's 13 cup finals, 13 Everton games to come, starting with Southampton on, on Saturday. And I mean, if anyone watched that game against Hull yesterday, all Hull did, did was press them to death. Press them, press them, press them, and they become uncomfortable. And and I mean, that's the first thing I'm sure Neil Harris will be telling his players to do um, at, at St Mary's, which I'm, I'm actually buzzing to go and watch, which is go and, and give it, play for the badge. That's one thing you can always say that Millwall players have done. They've played for the badge. They've shown pride in the badge. And and very rarely has it been the entire team that have been lambasted like they have and like they were on Saturday. Usually it's been one or two individuals. I can think of a couple against Blackburn. But this is a time and this is a move to galvanise the fan base and, and to bring everyone together. This is going to be the only way out with the problem. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Like this is this is it now. Just thirteen games, thirteen cup finals. Let's go, everybody. I, I just think we lack character. We have lacked character for a couple of years when it's not gone right. Um, and yeah, I think that shows when we're, as soon as as soon as we've conceded one goal this season, you think we're going to lose. And I think that's the mark of of mark of where we are as a as a club in terms of confidence and character. And um. I think that that needs to change pretty quickly. Otherwise, we'll be playing uh, fucking who are they? Wrexham, maybe. For, I don't think Forest Green aren't in the Toledo anymore. Do you know what? I I think for me, again, I love Neil Harrison. As I said on the last show, I don't want to speak ill about people's characters when I don't particularly know them too well. But as soon as I got those messages last night, Aaron, and as soon as I started seeing it this morning, I was a bit like. Is the, and a bit like what Fizz is saying, but maybe not as articulately well put as Fizz, granted, because I'm not that 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 good with my language with him. But um Are you but, listening to this Fizzler? <laughs> I am indeed. I'm yeah. lacking it up. Yeah. 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 Big massive chest that's, 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 that's a big hamper coming to the Mr. Avery <laughs> after this Click click clearly owing money, don't I? Um but, but um it's um for me it just sunk of what will keep the fans quiet for a few weeks? 
that was the first thing I thought of. And that's not being horrible, Harry. I know you love Neil Harris and we all love Neil Harris. But the first thing for me was like a bit like with, with Neil there, it's like, I don't see any forward thinking with this move. It's just to keep the noise down. And that is exactly 100% what has happened, yeah? Anybody who can't see it is absolutely deluded. I yeah. think they want to stay up. I think that, I don't think they give a fuck about us. I think the, the, the money men want us to stay up. I think that's where it comes to. And whether or oh, not... Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why at first I thought that. But then after a while I was thinking, yes, people... <laughs> I'm seeing it in some people's comments about Aldo and, and Kavanaugh and all these people. Yeah, but it's a gamble. Yeah. It's a gamble. It's, 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 it's a gamble. Up. It's a yeah. gamble. But it's, it's another one of them where, do you know what? All... Am, am, I, am I deluded enough to think that our opinion of them is the, in the forefront of their mind, the first thing they think about, or is it the TV deal? So they're, they're, at first, like I say, Neil, I, I agree with you there in that sense. But then a bit, I'm a little bit of a mixture between you and Harry. Good God, imagine what that would be. You don't, you oh, don't, Neil, that's, that's, the, that's, that's literally a walking version of American Psycho. <laughs> you don't make a change, and and I mean, as I, I coined the term on Five Live the other day, Millwall sleepwalking towards relegation. This club is so far in reverse, and and the squad of players just doesn't look up to it. There have been a lot of silly goals conceded. Obviously, trying to in, trying to trying to bring in a style of play it hasn't quite worked, and it hasn't quite gone to plan. But what do you do? You you look around and you look for options and, and looking out there right now, who who is there? I'll be honest with you. Someone asked me on Saturday, who would you go for right now? And I said, Paul Heckingbottom. Whether he would take a job right now at the bottom of the championship after coming out of the Premier League, I don't know. I just think he'd be he'd be a fantastic manager, pragmatic enough. He's kind of he's kind of like a, a an upgrade on on Gary Rowett, but just I, I thought he would have been a fantastic option, but Neil Harris hasn't just been brought in to shut people up. And I think that's quite unfair. I think he's been brought in because he's a club legend. He gets the place. He understands what it needs. And and he's going to be given the opportunity to save them. Don't forget. Yeah, but can he, yeah, but can he get the tune out of them? That's the... That's going to be the 64. Yeah, well, that's we'll going to be the first question. Yeah. How much yeah, was that TV deal? I'm being... I'm, I'm being incredibly, incredibly cynical here, and I said it to Neil earlier on, and I've just seen a similar comment in the um, in the comments below. Sorry, I said it to Nick. I, um, I said, I've seen something similar in the comments below. When I saw it, and when Aaron was saying all that kind of stuff, I said to Nick, um, and do you know what? Again, I'm not, I'm not knocking Neil Harris. I promise you I'm not. If anything, this is a bit of a compliment. There's a bit of me that was thinking, have we appointed him because we think we might go down and he can bring us back up? Well, I, I mean, also this point made by Connor O'Mara. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, who's somebody that I know because I sat <laughs> because I sat with the family for long enough. Yeah, uh, Harris back after being sacked by a League Two team. Why not promote Kevin Nugent till the end of the season? Because that's Joe Edwards. Can, can I just say about this whole Gillingham sacking? <laughs> this whole Gillingham sacking. I think we, you know, we talk about being sat, being sat. It's not as straightforward as that. I can't say what it was. It's not as straightforward as as, as just being sat by a League Two team, and it wasn't to do the the, the style of football. Um, that was that's a very very. I know I know people look at it on in a certain way and say, "Oh, he was sat by by Gilling, but it just wasn't like that. And, and yeah, no, there was undoubtedly some politics. The involved, sc- I think the... we should call it skullduggery. I think yeah. skullduggery. No, I, I call it snakes. Yeah, I call it snakes. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's unfair. Look, he's come into Cambridge in a difficult position um, where where Mark Bonner had, had you know, sort of evidently exhausted his resources and, and couldn't take them any further. He's taken them away from the relegation zone. Yes, they were beaten last night, but I I I think having watched a clip of John Gregory when he was talking about getting the, the Aston Villager, um, his mind would have been focused on Millwall rather than rather than Cambridge United because this would have been in the office. And I mean, I I look at it as as positive because after Saturday something needed to change, and and. It's Neil Harris. It's someone who loves the club. You know that he bleeds blue. He bleeds that football club. And and it would kill him to, to see that football club relegated. So for him to come back and, and to, to to save this club would be probably one of the greatest honours and, and biggest achievements of his of his career. I'm going to go around the panel. Anyone, anyone wants to add anything? Michael, you got anything more you want to say? I'm going to draw it to a conclusion now. Good luck, Neil Harris. Good luck, Please Neil Harris. Up. I, I, Harris. I was sat thinking, what what's going to be Neil Harris's first lineup? And I thought, Bart McNamara, Hutchinson, <laughs> Sean Williams, Wallace, <laughs> Dan, Williams. Dan Dan wants Fred back. He wants Aiden O'Brien yeah. back. David oh, yeah, just quickly, just quickly, did you see Aiden Aiden O'Brien's tweeted like, like <laughs> oh. things you love to see? He's probably thinking oh, it didn't work for me at Sutton. I'm back, mate. Sean Cummings, it's time. Says Brian, Dan Ball, Brian Longman and Tom Bradshaw up front. That's it. That, that's what I, was I wonder if he drops the keeper. You know that. That's what one thing I was wondering. Does he drop? Yes, the because our keeper currently is a fucking tribute act to Jordan Archer. <laughs> Never have dropped a bar. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up there, boys. Neil, did you want to add anything, mate, before we call it quits? R.I.P. Millwall Football Club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, Aaron, I one more thing? Go, go on in. One more, one more, one more. Well, I, it will be 4 2 3 1, and it will work. That's the one I'm going to I want to say huge thank you, Neil, Aaron, Michael, and Harry, for this live show. Fancy that live show. Do send me your voice notes. Um, I, I apologise to everyone that's been requesting to come on. It just becomes chaotic, listeners, if you have more than uh, too many voices going at once. It just becomes impossible. So what I'm going to say is send me your voice notes. I will put them out, and I will put everyone out that I can within the law um, separately on a podcast. I'm going to put this out as a podcast as soon as I can get it up on and, and uh, online. Huge thank you, chats, for joining me today. I think we're probably at the end of... Uh, the road on the Neil Harris question for the moment. It's going to be an interesting trip to Southampton. So, Neil, Aaron, Michael, Harry, Arriva Dirty Millwall, boys. Bye for now. Achtung, Milbein. There we are then, dear listeners. That was the uh, the live broadcast. Um, barely cut, barely cut. <laughs> I want to say a big thank you to everyone for um, listening in, contributing to the show. Big thank you to the chaps for coming on at very short notice to discuss today's shock news. As I said earlier on, I will be back with another edition of the voicemails separately. That'll probably be tomorrow, I'm going to guess, depending on, um, you know, life. Um, but for now, I want to say a big thank you to you, dear listeners. Do keep the voice notes coming. Let me know your thoughts. I think we're in for a dramatic, one way or the other, we're in for a dramatic conclusion of the season starting at Southampton on Saturday. So to the next edition of the show, also, a big thank you to you for listening and arrivederci Millwall. Bye for now. You're listening to Achtung Millwall.